0: This podcast is brought to you by monthlychallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers Better Help and the Biggest Loser Had a Baby. Check it out monthlychallenge.fit. Today, on episode number 358 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we've got some lessons from the bike path and lies, lies, and lies. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no nonsense approach to weight loss. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just tie it. Thin. i till tell you lie. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to. And welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, just a person like you trying to lose some weight. And this is my attempt to hold myself accountable. And over the years, I've gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, and I'm currently right now back into a losing weight phase. Before I get any further, I want to say a special shout out to Latoya Burkett. Who is nice enough to go out to logicallost.com/support and throw us a few shekels? I deeply appreciate that. And what I want to talk about today is finally, here in Ohio, summer has kind of shown up, or at least spring. And uh, I've been down a little bit on myself because uh, I went out of town and I had some things that were kind of disappointing. And I went over 220 pounds. Now my highest, I think I've ever been was like 225. But, and so I'll, I'll slowly get towards 200 and then something will happen and I'll go back up. So here I was again. And when I hit 220, that's when I start getting, for lack of a better phrase, pissed. Uh, I pulled a muscle in my shoulder and it's just taking forever to heal. And in fact, I'm, I don't want to admit it. You know, I you have that little voice in the back of your head that's going, you should probably have that checked. And I'm kind of ignoring that because I don't want to even think about things like rotator cuff and things like that. I'm just saying I'm old and it takes longer for me to heal. And so I went on a bike ride for the first time in the summer and basically where I live, I might as well be at the bottom of a coffee cup. I mean, it's fun coming home, but starting out, is uphill in whatever direction you go. So I start out and I rode my bike all the way to the top. And I was impressed because, I mean, I was a little bit out of a breath, but I was like, all right, that was, a, that, that was a hill and you did it. And this was the first time out this summer and I did it. Now I was, again, I was tired, I was sweaty. I was out of breath, but I did it. And that was on a Saturday and I ended up riding 10 miles that day. Now the next day I woke up My knees were kind of like, hey, we haven't done that in a while. And uh, my body was just kind of letting me know that it appreciated the extra effort. And I decided, because we don't get that many nice days in Ohio, uh, to take the bike out again. And uh, especially now, since it's not like 200% humidity yet. So I decided, where the day before, I'd kind of done 10 miles by accident. This was going to be five miles on purpose. But the problem is, again, no matter where I go, I'm going uphill. I'm starting uphill no matter where I go. And my body told me it wasn't going to be able to go up that hill again. I was, I was looking at it and it's like, yeah. But I started anyway. And I figured if I needed to, I would walk the bike up the hill if I really needed to. And sure enough, I get about halfway up and I was ready to quit. There's a voice in my head. is like, yeah, just get off the bike. Just get off the bike. So instead of looking at the hill in front of me and seeing how much further I had to go, I decided to look at my front tire and the road basically right in front of the tire to make sure I wasn't hitting any holes or anything like that. I just looked straight ahead and I pedaled. And it was hard. I mean, it was hard. My Fitbit about exploded by the time I got to the top because of my increased heart rate. But eventually I did. I made it to the top and you know how you're on a bike, you get to the top and you, you actually stand up, you get off the pedals and you stand up. My legs are like, what are you doing? You kidding me? But my point is I was stronger than I thought I was. And I think some of us sometimes now, since we're talking about exercise, always, always, always consult your doctor. But I think there are times we can actually go a little harder than we think we can and we don't. So I'm using this to remind myself that, you know, I can do this. Now, losing weight, it's not going to be easy. You know, It's fairly simple. We've talked a lot about this. Is it really just calories in versus calories out? Yes, with an asterisk, because it does matter what you're putting in your body. I mean, there was somebody who did a, a study where he just ate Twinkies and he still lost weight. Yeah, Okay. But the long-term effects are not going to be good because you're just putting chemicals in your body. But one of the lies that we do kind of trick ourselves into thinking is that we can't do this, especially for me. I've been doing this for about three years now and I keep going up and down and up and down. And right now, at least in 2018, we hear a lot, especially in politics. I don't want to go into politics, but we do hear the phrase fake news and alternative truths. And they're saying now, you ready for this? In the future, because the special effects in movies are getting so good, they're saying probably in our lifetime, it may come a time when having somebody do a crime on film may not be admissible because we're going to have a hard time telling if it was doctor, kind of like Photoshop and and images now where you just go in and you paint away your freckles and you make your, your waist thinner and your boobs bigger and your whatever, whatever they're saying in the future, we're going to be able to do that with video. So the truth is going to be really an interesting concept in the future, but I don't want to turn this into a sermon at all, but I was leading a a, a group at my church and we we're talking about what the Bible says is true. And again, if you're like, "Ah, oh, I'm out of here, this is not, no, no, no. This, this applies to non-church related as well. So we're not going to get all sermony on you here. And if you think about it, most, if not all the things that have gone wrong in your life we're based on a lie. Think about that one a second. Anything that's ever happened bad to you in, in most cases, we don't want to go, Oh, everything. Cause just, I always love the fact that they said there are no absolutes. When I was in like college, there are no absolutes. I'm like, you, you do realize saying there are no absolutes is an absolute. So like just saying, but we hear things like fat is bad for you. Well, it's now come out that it's not, it's not good for you, but The sugar industry paid for a lot of research to say, look, fat is bad for you. Sugar good. Shocking. Uh, We hear things like, you don't have to change anything about the way you eat and you will lose weight. Well, that's a a lie because half the time what you eat is the problem. Another, lose weight without exercise. Well, we've said that as you get older, you lose muscle and it's muscle that's burning all the calories. So you got to exercise to keep your, your muscles. So that's a lie. Uh, one won't hurt. It doesn't matter if you're a smoker, ice cream, cookies, one won't hurt. And then one leads to two, two leads to 20, right? Probably one of the biggest lies. I'll start tomorrow you know what, look, today's just a big mess. You know, uh, whatever, I'm just going to eat whatever I want today. I'll start tomorrow. And then, of course, tomorrow wakes up and you go, "Ah, I'll start tomorrow. And we know these are all lies, and yet, for some reason, we still listen to them. We know to stand up to them and start doing things right. We need to start eating the right way even if we don't want to sometimes because we know those are lies. But it's weird because part of us wants to believe it. I want to be able to eat whatever I want, lose weight. Wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah. Well, I also want a million dollars and a, I don't know, a boat. Actually, I don't want a boat, but a cool car would be cool. Well, that's, you know, it ain't going to happen. And we believe the lies often because it leads to an easier path. And I just watched a documentary on Amazon Prime. If you do not know Amazon Prime, I'm actually getting ready, to, I think, to ditch my Netflix because remember when Netflix used to have like, I don't know, movies? Now it's just their own stuff. And it's not bad, but anyway, I digress. I watched this documentary on Amazon called Recommended Daily Amount. And in the movie, a person who had migraine, like migraine headaches for 15 years, like I'm getting under the covers and I'm not coming out kind of migraines, at least for 15 years. He quit taking his medicine and for the most part, cured himself of migraines by cutting out soda and caffeine and sugar. He purposely did not exercise as he just wanted to focus on what would happen if I just changed my diet. And many parts of his body compensation improved. He didn't lose really hardly any weight. But after having migraine headaches for 15 years, he went through a major caffeine headache that lasted a couple days, but ended up feeling so much better once he weathered that storm. And in the end, he talks about how You know, he had like daily migraine headaches for a very long time, and those are gone. All the medicines that he was taking are gone, and so again, I I, there's another documentary that I'm watching on Amazon. I believe it's called. It's not The Secret, but it talks about. And this is where I was like, oh my gosh, if you ever get into the history of. This country, and and if you're outside the uh, the U.S., the anything that uh, when you get into the the history of America, uh, and you get into things like Rockefeller and Carnegie and all these super rich dudes, there's a documentary called The Big Secret, and I'm just watching it, and I used to kind of go. Nah, that can't be true. And now I'm like, oh, absolutely, it's true, especially when I hear the word Rockefeller. And they explain how, because I remember growing up, I mean, I'm 53. I remember when they used to cure diseases. And you hear a lot of comedians talk about this like, remember when we used to cure diseases? What's up with that? Right. And they don't anymore. And in this, documentary called the amazing secret. They talk about how Carnegie did this big study and he looked at all the medical facilities and then Rockefeller got involved somehow. And they realized that if we cure all the diseases, because they, they found there were a couple diseases that were cured with better nutrition and vitamins. Well, you can't patent a vitamin. And, of course, they, they want things they can patent. And so Rockefeller gets involved with the medical industry. And over time, via money and via, and this is not new, the lobbyists in Congress gets a hold of the American Medical Association, who then steers the medical industry into not curing diseases, and not preventing diseases, but how to treat them. And it doesn't actually treat them to get the... So like right now, uh, I have sun poisoning. If I go out in the sun, I end up with these little red dots. And they itch if I don't have uh, some sort of sunscreen on. It's a pain in the butt. It, it happened once when I was in my 20s. I got actually like second degree burns from sunburn. And ever since then, my me and the sun don't get along. And So it would be like, instead of finding a way to somehow genetically change whatever sun poisoning is in my body, they come up with a cream of some sort, maybe, that makes the itching go away. They treat the symptom, not the disease. They treat the symptom, not the disease. And many times when you have things like especially cholesterol, they were going into how cholesterol, you actually need cholesterol. Your body makes cholesterol. And they showed how studies have, again, showed over the years how how much cholesterol you're supposed to have keeps getting lower and lower and lower. And so when your body is producing this stuff, well, then what's the cure? You guessed it, a pill. And what does that pill have? Side effects. And what do you do to get rid of the side effects? You guessed it, take a pill. And so I'm not normally a conspiracy theorist kind of person, but it's about halfway through it. You might want to check it out. And I just know there was a thing on the History Channel or something like that. It was kind of like men that shaped America and it was Carnegie, Ford, Rockefeller. And Roc- anything with Rockefeller, that dude was just I think it was his grandson or his great grandson. They interviewed and he kind of went, yeah, my great, great grandpa was a man with no morals and just crushed people. It's interesting. So you might want to check that out, but the bottom line is in that documentary and even the one I saw before were called recommended daily amount. It's kind of up to us to take care of our health. We can't really rely on the government to give us, safe food and to really help us stay healthy. It's kind of, I think it's up to us. It's in our hands. So I, like I said, I was kind of bummed when I went to Nashville, came back, stepped on the scale. and was like, ah, crap. And I, I don't have to say, how did I get there? Cause I know exactly how I got there. You know, when, when food starts coming through the drive-through window again, when I'm not exercising and I just, for me, You've heard me say this on the show. When I get about seven hours of sleep a night, that's my goal. It'd be great to get eight, but seven is kind of unheard of me. So that's my goal. When I get as close to 1900 calories a day, which usually means giving up midday snacks and then eating something like chicken and a vegetable for, you know, and maybe some sort of protein shake in the, in the uh, for breakfast, I can get 1900 calories. When I do that, get seven hours of sleep, get 80 ounces of water, which is a lot, but That's what works for me. And then when I get 10,000 steps, I lose weight. And so the last couple of days uh, of this week, I focused on those. Now, how do I focus on those? It's really easy for me. Now it's easier for me maybe than you because I live alone. So I get out of work. I go down, I make myself some supper and then it's my evening to do whatever I want. And so what I've been doing, is before I get on the computer, before I do whatever it is I'm gonna do, I go exercise and uh, because I hurt my shoulder, I'm just doing a lot of walking right now. When it's nice out, I ride my bike. But I'm doing that and I'm doing my best to get my 10,000 steps in and, and then some. Uh, today I'm probably close to 12,000. Uh, and I'm trying to do that today. I did high interval uh, or, or um, you know where you basically walk, run, walk, run, walk, run high-intensity interval training. Again, since we're talking about exercise, always consult your doctor. And uh, I expect the the scale to go down tomorrow. Now, if it doesn't, that's okay. I'm going to uh, trust the process and focus on doing the things that make the scale go down and eventually it will. So, again, you're probably stronger than you think you are and i'm very close to getting up early in the morning i've been slowly rolling my wake up time back and eventually i'm and i've i've started actually doing that this week as well getting up about a half hour early and walking for a half hour before breakfast it's just something i'm doing and what i'm finding then is because i would look at my watch or my fitbit and if you're interested in a fitbit go to logicalloss.com/fitbit and i would if i looked at my my fitbit at six o'clock and saw so I had 10,000 steps to go, I'd be like, "Ugh," cause it takes about an hour and a half for me to get 10,000 steps if I'm really, really pushing it. But if I've walked a little bit in the morning, walked a bit on my lunch, walked a little bit in the, the early afternoon. Oh, cool. I only got about 4,000 steps to go. Then it's not so bad. So it's just a matter of, again, doing these little things that most of us don't like to do and uh, give it a shot. So, but i had mentioned about uh, the thing about uh, recommended amounts of eating. There was uh, new rules put into place a while back about food labels, and the food makers have received an extension on meeting the requirements of updating nutrition and serving size information on products labels. Uh, the u s and food the u s. Food and Drug Administration says the compliance dates have been extended to July 26, 2018 uh, to from, that's when they were supposed to do it. So basically in a couple months, now they get till January 1st, 2020 with $10 million or more in annual food sales. And from July 26, 2019 to January 1st, 2021 for manufacturers with less than 10 million. So based on how much food you sell is the date. The final rules for the new labeling requirements were published back in May here of uh, 2016. The extension on the nutritional fact label regulations will help ensure that we provide the food industry with guidance to help them modernize their nutrition facts, labels, and that industry has sufficient time to complete and print updated nutritional labels, the FDA commissioner, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, said in an agency release. And, and basically, I read this as, uh, it gives them more time to I don't know, come up with a new way to spell the word sugar for their label. Uh, they say it's crucial that we provide clear expectations so that the industry can meet them. I'm not sure what wasn't clear about July 26, 2018. It's just important for consumers to be able to effectively use the updated food labels. And we're launching a major educational campaign for consumers to help them better understand the new nutrition information that they'll be seeing in the marketplace. I don't think we're that stupid. The new nutrition information is meant to reflect current scientific knowledge, which yeah, from the government, including the link between diet and chronic disease, such as obesity and heart disease. According to the FDA, it also meant to make it easier for consumers to be better informed when choosing foods. For example, the new rule requires that added sugars be declared and updates the list for important vitamins and minerals. That's the part I was looking forward to. So these things where you, you declare when you're adding all these things that aren't named sugar that are, um, oh yeah, that's right, sugar. The serving size final rule will more accurately reflect what people actually eat and drink. because yeah, for a long time, a Mountain Dew, like a 12 ounce can of Mountain Dew was two servings. It's ridiculous. And include new laboring requirements for certain size packages according to the FDA. So it was supposed to be July 26th That's been moved back to January, 2020. If you have 10 million or more in annual sales and from uh, 2019 to 2021, if you have less than 10 million. So I guess that's good. People, the smaller companies get more time. That's kind of weird. I'm just like, how come they're getting an extension? But that's the one thing I saw on the news that I was like, ugh, because I remember when, I think it was Michelle Obama was introducing this. And the whole point of, if you look at something, most of the time, now some people have jumped on board and already got this. When you look at the sugar content, it doesn't show you what percentage of the sugar for your daily recommended allowance is. They don't show that because, well, if you drink a can of Mountain Dew, you've had your daily requirement. So that was kind of depressing when I read that. So a little bit of news there for you. Hope everything is going well with you. Here's my other thing. I want to, uh, this is the dumbest thing ever, but it's starting to work for me. And I think it's called the five second rule. There's a book on this, and I've seen some talks about this and that. But I, I don't know what the thing is mentally or what, but there are days when I don't want to get up. And all I do is go five, four, three, two, one, and then I do it. And for some reason, counting down somehow inspires me to get my butt out of bed. Or if I am in a situation and I'm feeling really tempted. So let's say I, I don't know, you go someplace and you're standing next to that restaurant. You're standing next to the ice cream stand. Count of, start walking away for five seconds. And at the end of five seconds, See how much closer you are to your car or some other thing that's not ice cream. And I think you're going to find that because you took steps in the right direction, it's easier to keep going. So you're like, hey, you know what? Man, I could really use some ice cream right now. Just five, start walking. Five, four, three, two, one. And then keep going because it's a rule of physics, something that is the law of inertia. Once things get going in one direction, they tend to keep going in one direction. So just Walk in the right direction for five seconds and it sounds silly. It sounds stupid. I've been doing it and it's working for me. So again, if it works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And for me, that is silly. It sounds weird. It's getting me out of bed. So I'm doing it. So I really do hope all is well. Thank everyone for listening. If you'd like to support the show, go out to logical slash support, or you can go to logicallosers.com. That's our private Facebook group. And that's where you can sign up for like a dollar a month and you get access to our private Facebook group. And on occasion, I throw extra things in there. It's just a way to keep the lights on here at the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of LogicalLoss.com Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com Thanks again for listening You know they say knowledge is power Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon You can do this Live right, lose weight, live long I just wanna be thin I don't deny it Thin, I wanna try it Thin, but I can't buy it Guess I'll have to just d- deny it Thin, not till you life I guess I'll have to exercise